2: ...and helping Christians stay informed about government. This puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. This
0: is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio.
1: A Russia investigation led by corrupt and conflicted individuals. That's what we're going to be discussing today. Hello, I'm Walker Wildman. Welcome to Exposing Washington on the American Family Radio Network. Glad to have everyone here. Good to be with you this Saturday afternoon. For more information about today's show, you can visit our website, AFR.net. That's our website, AFR.net. You can also follow me on social media, both on Facebook and Twitter. Just type in Walker Wildman on Facebook or Twitter. And lastly... You can catch the YouTube channel, Exposing Washington on YouTube. Exposing Washington on YouTube. A lot of ways to keep up with the show. Exposing Washington on the American Family Radio Network. I am your host, Walker Wildman. One thing I want to tease you with or uh, put before you today is our Christmas wristbands. Our Christmas wristbands here at American Family Association and American Family Radio each year we have available the keep christ in christmas wristbands that you can wear uh, between now and christmas and it's not too late to order them so i would encourage you to go to afastore.net afastore.net to order your christmas wristbands and they come in packs of 10 so you can wear them and share them they come in packs of 10 so you can put one on your wrist Share it with your family, friends, co-workers, church members, etc. A good way to witness during the Christmas season because, after all, Christmas is about celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ and how he came to take our place for our sins. Changing subjects, end of the show. The corrupt Russia investigation is still ongoing We've talked about it before, we've talked about it several times since I began this show. And the Russia investigation, it seems like every week there's new details un- that, are, that are uncovered regarding this investigation. And today I want to I want to talk about, and this kind of dawned on me this week as I was thinking about this. and that is this theory, this psycho, just bear with me here, this gets a little bit complicated and in the weeds, if you will. But this theory called the psychoanalytical theory, and the theory is called projection. Once again, this is in the if you're a psychiatrist or, or you've made you've studied psychology, etc, this is a theory called projection. And how does this relate to the Russian investigation? Well, I'm going to explain. But here's what projection means. When someone tries to project onto someone else, this is what it means. Projection is the process whereby one subject believes they see attributes, both good and bad, in another. The theory views this tendency as a defense mechanism whereby unpleasant traits, impulses, or ideas are attributed to another person. In this way, listen to this, the projector is able to avoid unpleasantness in themselves. And this, this, this definition here from psychologydictionary.org concludes saying the projection theory basically allows a subject to ignore faults within themselves. So, in simple terms, this this whole projection theory is when someone has major problems of their own, but they blame and accuse other people of having problems. That's what this projection theory is all about. Well, how on earth does that relate to the Russian investigation? It relates to the Russian investigation because all of the major players in the Russia investigation are accusing Donald Trump of colluding with the Russians when in reality, they're the ones that colluded with the Russians. They're the ones that colluded with the Russians. They're the ones that sold 20% of America's uranium to the Russians back during the Obama administration. They're the ones guilty of all the crimes. But Robert Mueller Rod Rosenstein, Hillary Clinton, and all the crooks in Washington, D.C., they're all blaming Donald Trump for something that he didn't even do, colluding with the Russians. They're all projecting that on Donald Trump. And the reason they're doing that is because at the end of the day, they're the ones guilty. That is what is going on here. It's called projection and Hillary Clinton is very, very good at it. They accuse their enemies, their political enemies, of the crimes that actually they've committed. So we're going to jump right into this today. And I'm going to break down the case. I mean, this is this is very, very damning information. This This is very simple information that shows the corruption of the Clintons and the corruption of those around them. Let's jump right into this. Let's flashback 2009, 2010, something called the Uranium One Deal. We've talked about this before. Let's talk about it again. The Uranium One Deal was a deal where, while Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State, President Obama was in the White House, America, American, the American government, approved of private companies within the United States selling Russia, the Russian government, 20% of our uranium. Well, what is uranium, you might ask? Uranium is the material that is used to make nuclear weapons. It's also used for other purposes, but it's mainly used to make nuclear bombs. And so what? where's the scandal here, you ask? First off, that in of itself, America selling Russia 20% of our uranium is, a, is problematic on its own. But let's look behind the curtain, if you will. This is reading directly from thehill.com. Thehill.com. This is in 2009. Here, reading directly from the, from the article here. Federal agents used a confidential U.S. witness working inside the Russian nuclear industry to gather extensive financial records, make secret recordings, and intercept emails as early as 2009 that showed Moscow had compromised an American uranium trucking firm. They compromised the trucking firm with bribes and kickbacks in violation of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act the FBI and court documents show. The FBI also obtained eyewitness accounts backed by documents indicating that Russian nuclear officials had routed millions of dollars to the U.S. designed to benefit former President Bill Clinton's charitable foundation during the time that his wife, Hillary Clinton, served as Secretary of State. And so this story goes on and on and on. But the main thing I want to point out here, and this is what, I, what, what needs to be noted, is that guess who was in charge of this FBI investigation? This FBI investigation of the uranium one cell that Hillary Clinton was receiving money, bribes and kickbacks, basically, the Clinton Foundation received... Over $145 million from people involved in this Uranium One company. But guess who was involved here? Then U.S. Attorney of Mar- out of Maryland, Rod Rosenstein. Yes, does that name sound familiar? An Obama appointee who now serves as President Trump's Deputy Attorney General. Guess who also was involved in this? Andrew McCabe the former assistant FBI director. Guess who else was involved in this? Robert Mueller, the man running the Russia investigation into Donald Trump. Someone who summarizes this best is Louis Gomer.
0: This is clip one. Let's listen. So from today's report, we find out that the investigation was supervised by then U.S. Attorney Rod Rosenstein, who is now President Trump's deputy attorney general, and then assistant FBI director Andrew McCabe, who is now the deputy FBI director under Trump. Robert Mueller was head of the FBI from 2001 through September 2013 until James Comey took over as FBI director in 2013. They were both involved in this Russian scam, being that this case started in 2009 and ended in 2015. And let me insert parenthetically, Mr. Speaker, um, I don't know who recommended that the U.S. attorney investigating Russian collusion with the with Hillary Clinton and with the trucking firm, with others here in the United States. But whoever recommended Rod Rosenstein to President Trump as deputy attorney general should be fired. Whoever that was.
1: Amen, Louis Gomer out of Texas. That's Congressman Louis Gomer out of Texas on the House floor in public calling out this corruption. And so you have Uranium One. The Uranium One scandal is what it's called. America, Secretary Clinton sells off 20% of America's uranium to Russia. The FBI under President Obama, they squash the investigation... And here's how all of this was uncovered. This is very, very interesting. This goes back to this Hill story that I'm talking about. This was uncovered because an FBI informant, an FBI informant had all of this information. This FBI informant was planted within this Uranium One scandal and he knew all the inner workings. He knew all where all the dead bodies were hypothetically and so this FBI informant is providing all this information all this criminal information to the FBI and then the whole investigation gets squashed by Rod Rosenstein Robert Mueller and all the other Clinton crooks uh, over as I mentioned over 145 million dollars went to the Clinton Foundation from individuals And entities that were invested are associated with the Uranium One company in Russia. I want to play clip two here. This is representative, now the governor of Florida, but then representative Ron DeSantis on this FBI informant and how the Obama administration basically tied his hands behind his back. Clip two, let's listen.
3: Well, we've known for a long time that there were a number of payments made both personally to Bill Clinton Mm -hmm. and to the Clinton Foundation from Uranium One connected individuals or entities, um, all foreign sources. We also know, as you mentioned, that this Uranium One deal had to be improved by the Committee for Foreign Investment in the United States, the members of which included then-Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. What I think we can find out now is there's a confidential informant that the FBI used, starting in 2009, who was basically in the thick of a major racketeering scheme with some of the Russian elements who were involved in doing this uranium scan. Uh, I believe that that individual would be able to put some meat on the bones. The problem Have you is... you spoken to that individual? I've spoken at length with the individual's attorney. I believe that there is a lot of very credible evidence here. The problem, though, mm-hmm. is that, that the individual, as uh, being a confidential informant, signed a non-disclosure agreement with the Eric Holder Justice Department. He wanted to come forward and litigate some claims in 2016, and the Lynch Justice Department threatened him with reprisal if he were to go public on any of this stuff.
1: There you have it. That's Representative Ron DeSantis out of Florida. He's now the governor of Florida. Thank God. He's going to be a good governor. But Ron DeSantis there is, is 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 exposing what I just told you. What I just told you. And that is there's this FBI informant who's providing the FBI with all this criminal activity that the Clintons are involved in. And guess who's in charge of that? Robert Mueller. Andrew McCabe and Rod Rosenstein and they squashed that investigation no one was held responsible this week yes now we're now let's, let's let's come back to real time coming back to real time this week that same fbi informant his house was raided by the fbi his house was raided by the fbi So this FBI informant, who later comes to be, uh, uh, who later ends up being a whistleblower, because track with me here. The FBI informant, back from 2009, who's exposing the Uranium One scandal to the FBI, he's helping the FBI, if you will. He ends up going five, six, seven years later, and the FBI never ended up charging anyone with all of this scandal and criminal activity that the FBI informant helped uncover. So then the FBI informant becomes a whistleblower and exposes the FBI misdeeds and mishandling of this Uranium One investigation. He exposes it to the U.S. House of Representatives, to the U.S. Senate, and to the Office of Inspector General of the Department of Justice. So this once FBI informant is now a whistleblower, basically trying to say the FBI had all of this information and they did nothing on it. They did not act on it. And so this week, the FBI informant now whistleblower's house was raided. This is clip through clip three. This is Luke Resick a Daily Caller reporter exposing and telling us about this FBI raid of the whistleblower's home just this past week.
3: Well, this is really a quadruple whammy. First, you have the uh, implication, the indication that the Clintons violated the law in relation to their foundation and Uranium One. Second, you have the fact that the FBI apparently knew about that or had strong evidence and did not act for it, uh, did not act on it. Thirdly, you have Robert Mueller was head of the FBI at the time that this occurred, which obviously suggests bias now in his current (laughs) role as special counsel. Mm -hmm. And then fourth, you have the retaliation against the whistleblower. You have the cover-up of the cover-up. the FBI really has to now make this go away because it shows that they didn't act on stuff with the Clinton Foundation before. So the DOJ inspector general, his job is to find wrongdoing by the FBI. And this guy had given the DOJ IG evidence. And so when the FBI now raids the guy that has evidence on potential misconduct (laughs) by the FBI, that's classic whistleblower
1: retaliation. Yes, that's exactly right. Thank you. There's actually reporters in Washington that get it. The FBI is raiding the home of an FBI whistleblower. Someone within the FBI who said, hey, the FBI is not doing things how they're supposed to. They need to be held accountable. The FBI is now raiding their home. And so I say all this, I bring up the Uranium One scandal, I bring up who all was involved in the decision-making there, the cover-ups at the FBI... I bring that all up to say that it's, it's Hillary Clinton, it's Rod Rosenstein, it's Andrew McCabe, it's Robert Mueller. They're all the ones responsible and guilty of colluding with the Russian government to sell America's uranium and working within the FBI to squash a criminal investigation into this uranium one scandal. That's what that's what they're guilty of, and that's what should be investigated. But instead, here's what happens. Leading up to the 2016 election, in the months prior to the 2016 election, Hillary Clinton and all of her all of her advisors got together and said, what are we gonna do if Donald Trump wins the presidency? Because if Donald Trump wins the presidency, all of these scandals will be uncovered by the Trump administration. And so that's, that's where the insurance policy was birthed. The insurance policy that the Obama FBI started. Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, Andrew McCabe, and all of them, they started the insurance policy. And what is the insurance policy? Well, let's project that Donald Trump is colluding with Russia to win the election, when in reality, it's us colluding with Russia to sell our nuclear power to Russia. That's what happened here. So they created this, this distraction over here called the Russian investigation into collusion between the Donald Trump campaign and Russia. So they started this big boogeyman over here, went over here, the actual crimes have gone on. People are actually guilty of federal crimes over here. But no, no, no. We got the Russia investigation. Donald Trump colluded with the Russians. So this is what's happened, America. This is what's happened. And you know, this all of this stuff should have been uncovered years ago. But you know why it hasn't been uncovered and it's just now coming out? Because the mainstream media is in bed with the Democrats. The mainstream media is the PR firm of the Democrats. We cannot expect the mainstream media, the CNN, the NBC, the ABC, MSNBC, all of them, we cannot expect them to tell us the truth and expose the truth about what's going on in Washington. That's why we need people like the Daily Caller who are exposing this. That's why we need people like Sean Hannity, Sarah Carter. That's why you need Exposing Washington on American Family Radio. Because you're not going to hear this elsewhere. And that is all of the corruption that went on under Obama and under Hillary Clinton. Thankfully, U.S. Senator Chuck Grassley is trying to get to the bottom of this. And he is he is demanding answers from the FBI as to why they raided the... F- the whistleblower's home because this whistleblower is supposed to be protected by various whistleblower federal laws and so hopefully Senator Chuck Grassley will get to the bottom of this and you know I'm he- I- I've heard from various people that President Trump has in his hand has in his office has in his possession All of this information, President Trump has all of this bombshell corrupt information in his possession. And should he so choose, he could declassify all of this information to the public. He could release it all to the public and America could see. America could see the corruption that went on under President Obama. I hope President Trump does, but I think he needs to wait. I've said before he needs to go ahead and release it, but strategically speaking, he needs to wait. He needs to wait till Democrats get control of the House, and when they're trying to investigate Trump's tax returns, Trump's collusion with Russia, the Trump Foundation, all this stuff, President Trump just needs to say, All right, America, you want to see who the real criminals are? Here are all the documents, the classified documents to look at. A great resource here, and if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it, not very well, but you can see it nonetheless, is this infographic that was put together by the the Epoch Times, Epoch Times, if I'm probably butchering that pronunciation, but the Epoch Times, it's a news outlet, they put together this infographic right here on our if you're watching on the youtube channel you can see it exposing washington on youtube but this infographic it outlines all of the pay-to-play that the clintons are guilty of all these foreign governments sending money to the clinton foundation in return for diplomatic favors and i'll post this on the exposing washington podcast page at afr.net one of the most important features for this segment is down here at the bottom that I highlighted and that is 145 million dollars went to the Clinton Foundation from people involved in the uranium one cell if that's not criminal right there then I'm not sure what is moving on but staying on this same subject with the whole Russia investigation is this week John Solomon at the Hill who's been uncovering a lot of this thank God for John Solomon he uncovered an email chain where FBI and DOJ officials admitted and noted that the whole FISA warrant using the dirty dossier that Hillary Clinton paid for, the Russian dossier, the FBI and DOJ knew that it was not very factual and that it had holes in its uh, sources. This is clip four,
0: John Solomon. Let's listen. We have now discovered a long email chain. Is that a proper way to characterize it?
2: Yes, that's how it's been described to me. That's correct, Sean. Okay, and, you know and here's whose the funny names thing. are on
0: who just to get it set up, whose names are on this email chain?
2: Well, I'm told that James Comey is one of them, that there are people from the National Security Division of the Justice Department and that there are key players that were the obvious people involved in the FBI, though I don't have their names, working at various points on the Russia investigation. So it's a large group of people trying to get ready to get this FISA warrant submitted to the court. And there are two or three very important revelations. One is that James Comey's involved in discussions. Two, there is mention in these emails that the intelligence community, possibly the NSA or another agency, had concerns about the quality of the intelligence uh, in the uh, Steele dossier. And three, uh, that there were uh, pretty significant worries, concerns, that uh, Christopher Steele had already begun talking to the news media. This is before they file the FISA warrant, before they fire him.
1: All right, well, there you have it. That's John Solomon at the Hill. He's on, on Sean Hannity's. Show on Fox News right there. But what he he's discovered through various sources in the U.S. House of Representatives is that these email exchanges that included FBI director, then FBI director James Comey, and key investigators involved in this Russia probe, but but listen here. I just talked about it a minute ago. The insurance policy, that is the Russia probe. But this email chain shows that even the investigators and the people who issued this, warrant applic- this FISA warrant application to spy on the Trump campaign even they knew that the FISA warrant was faulty that it was based on false evidence on salacious evidence that couldn't be verified that right there is criminal knowingly misleading a federal judge in the FISA court that's a crime folks That's a crime. Will anyone be held accountable? I hope so. We'll just have to see. Exposing Washington, American Family Radio. We'll be back next week. Stay tuned.
3: The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.